Is it more important to focus on the message or the method when sharing the gospel with skeptics and seekers? And what is the best way to share the gospel? And is the reason for Christians being labeled crazy because of how people share the word of God? You see, sharing the gospel is deeply personal and it is a transformative experience. But what happens when we encounter skepticism? How can we bridge the gap between belief and doubt, engaging in meaningful conversations that can lead to genuine understanding? Before we begin, let's start with the quote of the week. And this quote comes from Mark Deva. And he says, We mustn't be content to just sit around pointing out the errors in others. We actually need to be sharing the gospel and praying for people to be converted. All this and more on Bible Basics and Beyond. I'm your host, Jaden Gomez. This is a very interesting topic. You know, Christians are called to share the word of God, but it's important to realize that the way there is a way to share the word of God, and that is very important. You see, a lot of the time, people are sharing the gospel wrongly. Why? Be- because they create fear by shouting, Jesus is coming, repent all or burn in hell, or something to that effect. Now, why is this wrong? Because it's fear mongering. I've seen this so many times. And what it does, it, it, it portrays God as a God who wants to destroy the world and has no heart for human beings. But that is the complete opposite of what God is. God is love. And because of his love, he sent his son to die for you and me, that we may be saved. And I think this sounds very much like a God who wants all to come to him. You know, Second Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. If God was this scary being that we should be terrified of, he wouldn't send his son to die for us, for us, for me, for you. And he wouldn't have written what is written in Second Peter 3 verse 9. So number one, we shouldn't fear monger. But what should we do? We should reveal grace, kindness, and love of the one who has saved us all. And that is what brings people to God and Christ. Scaring people into this false teaching does not bring people to God and Christ. Now for the people who are sharing the gospel, and theologically it's right, and it's biblical, there are some who don't even know that they're not following what they're saying, or they may know it, but still they share the gospel and they don't follow what they say. It's a bit hypocritical, if you don't mind me saying. The best way to share the gospel is not just by sharing, but by living in the grace and abundance of God. You know, if you are not living as you have shared, why should anyone believe in you and the God you're following and follow Christianity? When Stanley Jones, a missionary, met with Mahatma Gandhi, he asked him, Mr. Gandhi, though you quote the words of Christ often, why is it that you appear to so adamantly reject becoming his follower? Gandhi replied, and I find this so amusing, Oh, I don't reject Christ. I love Christ. It's just that so many of you Christians are so unlike Christ. So if you are sharing, live your sharing to the best of your ability. 
And I'm not saying you're not going to fail. We all fail, but we must do our best in his grace. You know, another thing that I would say is to not share the gospel by judging others. We just spoke in an episode about judging other preachers. I see every day people judging others and saying, oh, you are of the devil if you don't believe in God. Oh, or if you don't preach like this, you are not of God. Why are you judging others when you yourself have made mistakes? It is very unfair to say one aspect of someone's ministry causes them to be a false teacher. When anyone with a platform can make mistakes and still impact people with what is in line with the word of God. To say that you are better and you can judge means you're perfect. But in all honesty, the only perfect judge is God. You know, James 4 verse 12 reinforces this by saying there is only one lawgiver and judge. He who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? It is so important, you know, that we share the gospel in light of grace, truth, love, and kindness. We should not do it with a mindset focused on sin, condemnation, fear, and self-righteousness. You see, it was Jesus' love for Zacchaeus, the tax collector, that caused him to be willing to change his life and pay back those he had cheated. It is because of Jesus' love for the adulterous woman that changed her life. What did he say? He said to the woman, where are the people that condemn you? First, he spoke when all the Pharisees said, this woman has committed adultery. We, the law of Moses said that we must stone her. You know, and it's in line with the word. What were they doing? They're trying to trip Jesus up. But what does Jesus say? Jesus said, if you are without sin, cast the first stone. And what happened? From the oldest to the youngest, each one dropped their stones and walked away. The woman was crying. She was crying and looking to the ground. And then Jesus came to her. What, Jesus, what did she say? What did he say? He said, woman, where are those that accuse you? And they were all gone. And Jesus said, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Do you realize that the love and mercy of God comes first before the sin no more? He didn't say, sin no more and I will condemn you not. Jesus' first and only thing, you know, was love, kindness, mercy, and compassion. So when people say we must, we must say in fear, we must speak in fear, we must speak in condemnation, we must speak in self-righteousness and fear, I don't believe that is biblical. Because if you look at the life of Jesus, yes, he spoke up for what was wrong, but what did he lead? What was the forefront? It was love. And that is how we should share the gospel. Like I said, we must share it in light of grace, truth, love, and kindness. You know, it's that same love. That is how we must treat others. Jesus loved. And now when we live our lives in light of the goodness, love, and forgiveness of God, People are drawn to the source of that love. When you show love to others, when you are in an environment of people and you are showing the love of God, because you see, knowing God, you know, loving God is a twofold thing. You know, if you love God, you love people. And if you love people, you love God. 
you know? So when you are loving and showing love to each and every person around you, they're drawn to you. Why? Because you're drawing from that love. You're drawing from that source of life. You're drawing from Jesus. And there is something about your presence that is impacting them. They don't know what it is, but it's the Holy Spirit. When you share the gospel, people should feel comfortable. That's what I want to say. When you share the gospel, people should feel loved. When you share the gospel, people should have an overwhelming amount of peace when they are in your presence because the Holy Spirit is there. You know, when you are sharing God's word, it shouldn't be in condemnation. It shouldn't be in fear. It shouldn't be in self-righteousness. It shouldn't be in condemnation. It should be in love, grace, and mercy, and truth. And what is the truth? God is love. What is the truth? You are the righteousness of God in Christ. That is the truth. You know, and people won't be able to explain it. People won't be able to explain what they feel when they're in your presence. But as you continue to share the word of God, as you move on and move on and move on, they realize that it is the grace, it is the spirit of God in your midst that is giving them peace, love, and grace. So when you are sharing the word of God, let me encourage you to share it in love, mercy, grace, truth, and forgiveness in light and in character of who Jesus is. And when you do that, you draw from his source. And when you do that, the presence around you changes because the Holy Spirit is in your midst. And people won't be able to explain it, like I said, but as the more and more you do it, they will realize that this spirit can be in their life too. They will realize that this spirit is wanting them And all they've got to do is say, yes, I believe, I believe, I believe. You know, your presence makes such an impact to the people around you. So don't make it a bad thing. When people are in your presence, may they want to, may they want to be with you more and more and more. Because you are showing the love, mercy, forgiveness, goodness and love of God. I'm Jaden Gomez, and you've been listening to Bible Basics and Beyond. Have an amazing week, and remember that God loves you. Stay safe.